I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am very happy you're here. Last week we did a show and we talked about uh, hacks to help you lose weight. Little things you can incorporate into your life every day and uh, people loved it. The response was overwhelming. So what we're doing today is more hacks, but on general health. So these are secret health tips that you need to institute in your life. Now, I'd love for you to institute all of them. I understand you're probably not going to because I'm a realist, but how about some of them? Pick and choose what you want so that you can better incorporate these things into your life. And this is what it's all about. This health thing is a journey. There is no end to it. It's like education. You're always learning. You're always going to be trying and add to add new things to your life to make you healthier. And the science changes. <clears throat> the nice part is that science is flexible. And so we discover new things. We realize new herbs, new spices, new foods, uh, new trends that work. And that's what I do is I'm on the cutting edge of all this information so I can share it with you so you don't have to do it. You just have to listen to the shows and say, oh, I can do that. I can do that. So that's what it's all about. Our website, drjoe.com. This show and hundreds, thousands of hours of other shows are archived there. Uh, You can just type in what you're looking for in the search bar and whatever topic it is, we've probably done a show on it. Or you can go to our shows, our radio shows, and we store them on SoundCloud, and then it's in chronological order. So if you think to yourself, well, gosh, you did a really good show three weeks ago. What was that about? Just go to SoundCloud, go back. The title should give it to you there, and it's all there. Any questions you have, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. little bot pops up. I'm happy to answer your health questions for you. All right, let's jump right into this because there's so much to cover, and there's no way I'm going to get even close to covering everything I want to today, which is usual. So what I want you to do is eat more. We always talk about fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and why that should be your main diet. But one of the reasons you want to do it, it boosts something called BDNF. BDNF is brain-derived neurotropic factor, and what this does, it reduces your risk of brain malfunctions and depression. And the higher intake of dietary flavonoids, now these are not vitamins and minerals, they're other nutrients that are found in plants that work well for the body, and some of them are called flavonoids. And the flavonoids appear to have a protective uh, ability associated with the symptoms of depression. Now there's something called a Harvard Nurses Study. Now, this has been going on for a long time, and it's an ongoing study, so it's not like we study somebody for two weeks and they're done. They've been studying nurses through their life cycle. From when they started, they joined the, when they joined the study, they follow their life, their exercise habits, uh, their dietary habits, all the way to their death. And really cool stuff has come out of this. And they followed tens of thousands of women for years, and they found that those who are eating the most fruits and vegetables appear to have reduced their risk of coming down with depression. Now, the flavonoids are a key, but also eating healthy is just good for you as well. And they talked about turmeric as being one of the spices that these people use. Now, turmeric, just a teaspoon a day, can boost the brain-derived neurotropic factor levels to more than 50% within a month. So on our website, drjoe.com, there's a turmeric supplement. I take it every day. Uh, You probably should too. So it helps the brain work better. Just by eating a better diet 
helps the brain work better. If you add turmeric to it, better still. Now, at my house, I have gardens. And years ago, I had some old turmeric that I didn't eat. And I threw it into the garden, just as compost. Well, I have turmeric all over my house now. Turmeric plants. They're beautiful. They grow beautiful flowers, big green leaves. They're very healthy. Um, and I have them uh, as a border, actually. Along, there's a stream in my backyard along the stream. I have it in the garden. So it's very pretty. But if you ever need turmeric, just pull some out and use it because it grows like crazy. So if, you, if you're a gardener, you could throw some, just take some turmeric root and stick it in the ground. And that's it. Then it grows rhizomes and it kind of goes all over the place. But this is really cool because this, this factor, it's, a, it's a, the, the BDNF, it's a gene that helps the growth and maturation and maintenance of brain cells. So there's no downside, again, to eating well. So just adding more fruits and vegetables good for the brain, you throw in a turmeric supplement, even better for the brain. Turmeric's also an anti-inflammatory. There's been studies showing that it might, you can never make promises in this world, uh, help with certain cancers. So there's really no downside to taking a turmeric supplement, which is kind of cool. And I take it every day, relatively inexpensive. Uh, it's just part of my regimen across the board. Another health tip or health hack that you need to consider is reducing your salt intake. Sodium is the number one dietary factor for death on the planet. Let me say that again. Sodium, the number one dietary risk factor for death on planet Earth. So if there's one thing that you should take out of your diet, above alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, it'll be salt. Excess sodium, worst thing you're doing. Now what's interesting is, for younger people, you know, between 20s and 30s or 20s and 40s, if I remember to study correctly, the number one source of sodium is chicken. Not interesting. You think chips or peanuts? Nope, chicken. So it increases your risk of high blood pressure, diabetes, kidney disease. So here's a simple hack I gave you a while ago, and apparently it was very popular. A lot of people wrote to me and thanked me for it. I like salt. We all like salt, I guess. But if you're going to use salt, air-dried sea salt only. Air-dried sea salt, Celtic salt, pink salt, Himalayan salt. Black salt is actually pink, but not just plain old table, white table salt. But Himalayan or pink salt is going to be the best. And what you do is you get something called salt substitute, and this is potassium chloride. Now, you can get this in your grocery store. It's nothing fancy. It's relatively inexpensive. And it's salt substitute. It's potassium chloride. Potassium chloride by itself is a bit bitter. I don't like it. So what you can do is you can mix it 50% potassium chloride, 50% air-dried sea salt. And now you're going to lower your sodium intake and increase your potassium intake. Most of us need more potassium. I don't know of any of us that need more sodium unless you have like severe diarrhea or vomiting or you're anorexic or something. So this is a cool little hack. It'll get you more potassium, less sodium, and you won't even know the difference in flavor. Now, if you do know the difference, I've never known anyone to notice it, maybe cut back to 25% potassium chloride, 75% sodium chloride. Find a match that works for you and add a little bit, taste it, add a little bit more. So that's a real neat hack to lower your sodium intake. Again, number one dietary risk factor for death in the world. And all it's got to do is stop using it. And if you cut out the bad foods, the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, a lot of those foods are associated with having a lot of sodium and a lot of salt, processed foods. Um, you look at, uh, I remember being a college student and ramen was a big thing. You'd buy 20, you know, four, four ramens for a dollar and you live on it and it was great. Loaded with salt. Worse than that, loaded with monosodium glutamate. 
That's sodium, again, monosodium, and glutamate, glutamic acid, is an excitotoxin to the brain. It causes the nerve endings to fire faster than they're supposed to and can literally burn out your brain cells. So please stay away from monosodium glutamate. It's one of the, the, the horrible things that people put in their diet, and it's, it's in uh, so many processed foods. And so when you learn to read labels, and I read, reading labels is a lifetime job because there's so many things I don't even know what they are. But if you see monosodium glutamate, don't eat it. It's very simple. Uh, monosodium glutamate has over 40 different names. Autolyzed yeast, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, even the word natural flavor could be monosodium glutamate. So the less things on the label, the better. You should be able to pronounce everything on there, generally speaking. But anything that looks like monosodium glutamate, anything that's really salty or has a real uh, a savory flavor to it, I want you to stay away from it. It's not something you want to put in your body. It's bad for the brain. It's bad for the heart. Increases your risk of blood pressure, uh, diabetes issues, kidney issues. Um, not diabetes issue. I'm sorry. High blood heart disease. So just limit your sodium. Real simple hack. Don't use it. If you do use it, Mix it with potassium chloride. Nobody argues there, right? Quick, easy, cheap, simple. Now, there's a trend. It's kind of faded out a little bit, but I'm not sure if, if that viral infection that shut down the world might have done it. But I was seeing this big trend coming up on something called kombucha. Kombucha is fermented tea, and it's sold as a health elixir, and it's really amazing for you. But there's very limited evidence that it raises, uh, that, that it's any good for you, and it raises a potential serious concern. Consumption of this is discouraged, and it might be associated with life-threatening called uh, lactic acidosis, and it can make your body too acidic. Now, if you have one or two, it's probably not that big a deal, but here's the hook with that. It's fermented, and it actually has an alcohol content to it. Now, years ago, kombucha was being sold, and it was a hot item, and if you remember Lindsay Lohan in her day, she got arrested a lot for drunk driving. And one of her arrests, she told the judge she wasn't drinking alcohol, she was drinking kombucha, which has alcohol in it if it's not pasteurized. The judge then looked at this and went, wait a minute, you can't be selling alcohol to minors. They had to pull all the kombucha off the shelves all across the country, as many years ago. And now they have to ferment it and pasteurize it, I'm sorry, to kill off the alcohol. Now, some of them have come back as unpasteurized. And you have to show your ID to show you're 21 to buy it. So I'm not a big fan of this. I knew somebody once, and she used to drink a lot of wine and alcohol. And so she said, I'm going to switch from that to kombucha. And she did. Well, she was still drinking alcohol. It was still an alcoholic drink. So just be careful with that. It's not all it's cracked up to be. If you're going to try to lose weight, and I covered this last week in the show, eat more of your calories earlier in the day Calories eaten in the morning are less fattening than calories consumed at night. Calories eaten in the morning are less fattening of the exact same food. That's what's interesting. So if I eat a, 100 calories worth of I don't know, avocado in the morning, it's going to have less an impact on my health than if I eat 100 calories of avocado at night. So this is where you want to do time-restricted eating or intermittent fasting, it's called sometimes, because if you're going to do it, it works real well. But you want to skip dinner, not breakfast. The results that we're seeing the most are when people skip dinner, not so much when they skip breakfast. So if you don't know what intermittent fasting is, I'll catch you up a little bit. You want to give your body a break. You want to give your digestive system a time to relax and heal. 
So if you're constantly eating, you wake up, have midnight snacks, you're eating late at night, you're eating early in the morning, you're drinking coffee and donuts and alcohol and meat and sugar and all the bad foods, you're constantly just irritating the heck out of your colon. So the minimum I want you to do is I want you to stop eating for 12 hours a day. Dr. Joe, that's a half a day. I can't do that. Yeah, you can. If you have dinner at 6 o'clock at night, don't have breakfast till 6 o'clock in the morning. That's it. That's 12 hours right there. So stop eating at a reasonable time at night and don't eat till a reasonable time in the morning. Give yourself at least 12 hours a day to rest. If you skip dinner, better still. I know Sunday nights I do one of my live radio shows and I've got to be on the air at 7 o'clock Eastern time. So what I'll do is I'll eat it around 3 or 4 o'clock. I'll do the show and then I'll intermittent fast, certainly one night a week, sometimes more, just to give my colon a rest. And it's a real simple, easy thing you can do. And you, you, what's funny is you appreciate food so much more when it's not always there. It's like anything else in life. You know, you appreciate it when it's not there. So give yourself a little break. But if you're going to do it, don't skip breakfast, skip dinner. What I do for breakfast is I eat light anyway. I have Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source for breakfast first thing in the morning. That's, to me, I guess it's my cup of coffee. I don't drink coffee. So I have Super Greens and Essential Source. I'll usually add my five drops of vitamin D. It's on the website, drjoe.com. And I add the vitamin D, especially in the winter, folks. I cannot stress this enough. Vitamin D is the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. So vitamin D, make sure it has vitamin K2 with it because vitamin D3, one of the things it does is helps you absorb calcium. The vitamin K2 drives the calcium into the bones. If you just take D3 without K2, you can have an excess buildup of calcium. Now, there's difference between vitamin K1 and vitamin K2. So if the doctor says you have, you're on blood thinners, don't take vitamin K, most doctors don't know there's a difference between K1 and K2. K1 can cause your blood to clot. K2 acts differently. It's not an issue of blood clotting so much. So just be careful with that. Um, doctors don't understand that now. You do. So I have super greens and essential source first thing in the morning. Then I have some fruit. This morning I had some papaya. And then I'll go about my day, getting ready, take a shower, get dressed and everything like that. Sometimes I'm hungry, sometimes I'm not. If I'm hungry, I'll have a little snack as well. Uh, real simple thing you can do is make yourself some muesli. Now, if you know what muesli is, first time I was introduced to it, I was bicycling around the United Kingdom right after I graduated college. That was my present to myself. And me and this guy, Peter, don't even remember his last name, we went on a bicycle tour around the UK. And um, I was introduced to it. And it's interesting, very popular in Europe. It's a cold cereal, and it's made with oats, so just old-fashioned oats, and then some dried fruits, some nuts. There's no recipe necessary. You kind of throw in whatever you got. Coconut works well in there. I put cinnamon in mine. And so I have a bag of that, and I make it myself. Because I was looking at it the other day in a store, and it had, you know, a fancy muesli bag there. Nine-something a bag. I thought, are you kidding me? So just get organic rolled oats, some organic coconuts, some organic nuts, some organic dried fruit if you want to. I use raisins. And I, I can eat it dry, or you can just put some almond milk, some plant milk on it, and uh, have that as a snack. Very filling, very good for you, great for your fiber. Um, so it might be something you might want to consider doing as well, is uh, just have some muesli there. And then for a snack, right around 10 o'clock or so, I usually have maybe a handful of nuts. Um, sometimes if I ambitious, which I usually am. I'll make soups. Uh, I have, you know, instant pot and I'll make lentil soups, split pea soup, veggie soups, things like this. Uh, I'll have that as a snack. And then lunch is usually like a salad. Now, sometimes I have lunch plans, rarely, 
but uh, I'll have I'll like tomorrow. I have lunch plans, and I'm going to meet somebody at a restaurant. So that kind of is a little break in my my uh, routine, but that's okay. I get a little crazy sometimes to go out. Ooh, I'll eat, of course, vegan food. Nothing to worry about there. Um, big issue here. Uh, a lot of people are anemic, especially women who, of, of childbearing years. But you got to be careful about tea and coffee. If you drink tea and coffee uh, be 30 minutes before or a half hour after eating, it can block your absorption of iron. And if you're anemic, this is a big issue. Now, again, I wish other doctors would tell you this. But if you're concerned about iron absorption... Any kind of tea, green tea, black tea. Now, herbal teas don't count. Like if you're going to do uh, a slippery elm, which I have here at the studio with me, and that coats my throat. So slippery elm tea, peppermint tea, things like that. But anything that comes from the black tea family, tea leaves, you know, traditional tea leaves, uh, white tea, green tea, black tea. Uh, and coffee does it too. Though tea is actually worse than coffee when it comes to preventing proper absorption of iron. So just be careful about that. Uh, again, 30 minutes before or an hour after is okay, but not during. The longer you wait, the better you're going to be. It can take hours for your stomach to empty, so you really don't want the tea in your stomach at the same time the food is. So if I were to eat cantaloupe, that's a quickie, 20 minutes, it's probably out of my stomach into my small intestine. Even my papaya I had this morning for breakfast. Fruits like that, pretty quick out of the stomach, maybe half hour. If I were to eat bacon and eggs, which I wouldn't, but if I would eat bacon and eggs, that could take five hours to get out of my stomach. So if you're trying to absorb the iron from your bacon and eggs, you're not going to do a good job if you're drinking tea and coffee with it. So again, just another fun fact. And what we're talking about today are life hacks, things that you can do every single day, simple little tweaks that you can throw into your life to make your body and your life a whole lot better and a whole lot healthier. And everything we're teaching you here so far is free. I mean, a turmeric, if you're going to buy turmeric. But everything else we talk about is free. So that's what's nice about it. Now, we talked about supplements. Super greens and essential source, of course, aren't free. But these are things you can do, not necessarily things you have to buy. And that's why I try to teach you. How do you maintain this body of yours? I had a patient come in last week, my age. And I looked at her and I thought, wow, she looks like somebody's grandmother. And she was somebody's grandmother. And I looked at her birthday and I looked at my birthday. We were really close. I think I was a month older than her. And I thought, wow. Time has not been her friend. So she didn't take care of herself when she was younger, and now she looks like somebody's grandmother. And I told her, and she says, oh, my gosh, I thought you were about 15 years. Most people say 15 years younger than what I look like. So it's not that I have amazing genetics. It's that I just take care of myself. So you can see it on the outside. You'll go see it on the inside. And one of the things we look at as, as chiropractors and pain management doctors is the spine. If you have a bone out of place, no matter how old you are, the bones are rubbing up against each other, and the joint is wearing out. We call that arthritis, osteoarthritis. And so if you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, it's a good idea to come see us immediately. Because if you have pain, the chances are, I'm going to say, I can't say 100%, but very high, that there's a bone out of place rubbing up against the other bones, causing the joints to wear out. So we can age the body on the inside as well, and that's mechanical. And that's the easiest one to fix. So if you have pain, come see us. In the Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. Normally, the first visit is $712. For my listeners, we've reduced that to $299. Exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. 
the x-rays alone are going to cost you more than $299 anywhere else. So if you're serious about wanting to get well and you're ready to embark on this mission of getting well, go to our website right now, drjoe.com, make an appointment. Stop suffering needlessly. Every day, every day people say to me, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I start this, this journey of getting well sooner? I don't know. For back pain, chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for back pain. Why wouldn't you do it? it? Makes no sense to do anything else but that. Now, we can't help everybody, but it's certainly a good starting point. So drjoe.com, all the supplements we talk about are also available on the website, drjoe.com. If you have questions, send them to me through the website. I'm happy to answer them for you. There's a little bot that pops up and it says, hey, I'd like to chat. Yes, you would. Send us a question. I'll answer it for you as quickly as we can, drjoe.com. If you're ever in a car accident, folks, please listen to this. If you're ever in a car accident, if the car's damaged, you're damaged. I've never seen it any other way, even if you don't have pain. Pain can take up to six months to show up in a car accident. So you want to come see us right away because the insurance companies will use that against you. Say, well, you weren't hurt. You didn't go to the doctor right away. Well, three days later, no, you didn't go right away. Now, some of them are jerks. Some aren't. Depends on the insurance company. Uh, maybe you didn't have a car because your car was smacked up. They don't care. They do everything they can to try to throw uh, barriers up to not pay you. Now, I understand there's a lot of scammers out there, and as an insurance company, they assume everybody's scamming, I think. But if you ever get a phone call from a car accident and somebody says, hey, go see this doctor, go see this lawyer, that's a scam. Don't fall for it. It's a scam. But we'd love to see you as patients in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, drjoe.com. Make sure you follow us on social media, at Dr. Joe Esposito, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We post every day. Not YouTube, we post every week. But please follow us. The more you follow, the more ranking we get and the more people are going to get this message. So if you like what you're hearing, drjoe.com, uh, at Dr. Joe Esposito, social media. And if you're a podcast junkie, you're uh, type in Dr. Joe for the health of it, D-R-J-O-E, Dr. Joe for the health of it. Tens of thousands of you have gone to the, your podcast service and listened to our podcasts. We really appreciate that. Drjoe.com if you have any questions. Other tips. Hacks, life hacks to keep yourself healthy. You shouldn't eat bread. Everybody asks me, Dr. Joe, I love bread. What's the best bread? I love bread. There is no good bread. But if you're going to eat bread, the best, healthiest type of bread would be pumpernickel because it actually has whole intact rye berries, rye groats. It's all in there. So ideally, that's how you should eat your groats and the whole intact, your oats and your grains in a whole intact form. Now, rye still has something in it called gluten. Now, gluten is a protein that when it gets in your colon can cause an inflammatory reaction. So I always tell people if you have to give up things, artificial sweetener is the number one, and then dairy and wheat to take the stress off the immune system. So rye bread still has uh, gluten in it. I don't recommend it, but at least we're trying to get in the right direction here. Most of the breads out there eat just like eating sugar, and I don't want you doing that. Another life hack, get up and move. When I do my shows, if I do my podcast, I have to sit down because of the cameras, but I always do them standing up. Always stay in motion. Do everything you can to stay in motion. Even if you're sitting at a desk, at least bounce your legs up and down. Anything to keep the body in motion because the body is designed to stay functioning and not sit down. And the best thing you can do, and I do this every day, is a cross crawl. Simple little exercise. You take your right elbow and bring it to your left knee. Lift up your left knee, bring your right elbow. Then left elbow to right knee. So you're marching in place, touching your elbow to your opposite knee. 
This works great because it integrates the brain. The brain is designed to integrate, use all parts of the brain. If you don't use both parts of the brain, you're segregating the brain. Using just one side, it doesn't work as well. And most of us use one side of the brain all day. So cross-crawl, just Google it if you want to. Cross-crawl is a great exercise to do every single day. If you can do it 30 seconds an hour, you'll be amazed. You probably won't even have to go to the gym anymore. That's how amazing the cross-crawl is. Folks, got to go to a break. If you have any questions, drjoe.com. We'd love to be your doctors. Make an appointment. Send us questions. Uh, supplements are on the website. Anything we can do to get you well and keep you well, drjoe.com. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB Radio app.